0: Hi there, and welcome to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. The theme of today's show is the oddball 40s. We're going to check in at each year, 1940 through 1949, and recap some news items a few of them important, and some of them kind of strange. And along the way, we'll sample some of each year's music. I can't promise you'll get a complete education about this decade, but I can promise you'll learn some things you didn't know. Let's start with the year 1940, when World War II was looming on the horizon, but the United States wasn't yet fully engaged. It was quite a year for beginnings. Bugs Bunny was born in Brooklyn, New York, other notable newcomers in 1940 included John Lennon, Frankie Avalon, Peter Fonda, Raquel Welch, Ricky Nelson, Tom Brokaw, Nancy Sinatra, and Ringo Starr. The average new house in 1940 cost about $4,000. The average paycheck was $1,725 a year. You'd spend about half a year's pay to buy a typical new car for $850, You could buy a pack of cigarettes for 12 cents and a gallon of gas for 11 cents. And if you had a dime left over, that would get you either a copy of Life magazine or two bottles of Coke. For 25 cents, you could go to a movie theater and see Disney's popular new movie, Pinocchio. And speaking of movies, in Russia, Joseph Stalin banned the movie The Grapes of Wrath because it showed that even poor Americans could afford a car. Medical science was on the march, too. In 1940, a group of scientists announced that ice cream was determined to be the leading cause of polio, a dread disease that was often fatal, especially among children. Their scientific proof was this. Polio was most likely to strike in the summertime, and that's exactly the time of the year that children ate the most ice cream. So, ice cream causes polio. Case closed. There was plenty of interesting music in 1940. Here's a popular recording of "Where Was I" by Charlie Barnett and Marianne McCall. Mm. i one of Where Was I? by Charlie Barnett and Marianne McCall, a popular song from 1940. Now, as we march through the decade, we get to 1941, the year that changed everything when the United States went to war against both Japan and Germany. From the summer before the war officially started, here's something that was really big and brand new, but almost nobody saw it. The very first TV commercial was shown on NBC in the summer of 1941, an ad for Bolivar watches. The commercial lasted for only 10 seconds and broadcast on July 1st on just one local New York TV station during a baseball game. It's debatable whether many people actually saw those fateful 10 seconds. Only a few thousand TV sets had even been made by the year 1941, and only a few cities had experimental TV stations that were on the air sporadically but it was a small start to what became one of the world's biggest industries. M&Ms were invented in 1941 so soldiers could enjoy chocolate without having it melt, but the candy wasn't available to civilians until after the war. Les Paul invented the first solid electric guitar that didn't have a hollow cavity for reverberations. The very first solar cell was invented at Bell Laboratories. The first aerosol spray can was patented. The first garbage disposal was introduced. Pretty exciting times. It's an impossible task to pick out just one or two pieces of music to represent a whole year, but here goes. From 1941, let's check in with the orchestra of Jimmy Dorsey, vocals by Helen O'Connell and Bob Eberly. This popular song is called Green Eyes.
1: With their soft lights, your eyes that promise sweet nights bring to my soul a longing, a thirst for love divine. In dreams I seem to hold you, to find you and enfold you. Our lips meet and our hearts. With a thrill so sublime Those cool and limpid green eyes A pool wherein in my love lies So deep that in my searching For happiness I feel That they will ever hold me All through my life they'll taunt me But will they ever want me, green eyes, make my dream come?
0: Everly and Helen O'Connell on vocals, and the orchestra of Jimmy Dorsey, with the song Green Eyes, a big hit for them in 1941. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, here on 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s. The name of our theme today is the Oddball 40s, A sampling of some odd news items and some non-odd popular music. We're taking one year at a time. We've now landed on the square for 1942. Glenn Miller and Canada were popular in 1942. On a list of the 80 most popular recordings from the year, 17, nearly one in every four, were put out by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. And a Gallup poll taken in 1942 revealed that nearly half the people in the United States, 48% to be exact, were in favor of the United States and Canada merging to become a single nation, When we think about the Rose Bowl, we think of Pasadena, California. But in 1942, the Rose Bowl was played in Durham, North Carolina, just in case Japan should decide to attack the West Coast. In other war-related news, Walt Disney helped the Army design a Mickey Mouse gas mask. The idea was to make chemical warfare less frightening to kids. In 1942, A woman's Bulova wristwatch, that's the brand that paid $4 for that very first TV commercial, had a price tag of $29.75, the equivalent of about $550 in today's money. The Alaska Highway, running through British Columbia and the Yukon, was completed in 1942, but not many people drove it. Gas rationing limited ordinary folks to three gallons a week, and the highway was 1,700 miles long. The music of 1942 included a popular song which we're about to hear called Deep in the Heart of Texas. In Great Britain that song was banned from the airwaves during working hours. Why? Well, in its infinite wisdom the British government decided the song might help the enemy by prompting wartime factory workers to neglect their jobs while they clap their hands in time with the music. Here it is. And we'll follow immediately with another big hit record from 1942, Moonlight Cocktail, performed by the Glenn Miller Orchestra.
2: Thank you.
3: of hours till dreams come true as to the number of kisses it's up to make your moonlight cocktail
2: please
3: follow the simple directions and they will bring life of another complexion where you'll be king you will awake in the morning and start to sing where you'll be king You will awake in the morning and start to sing
2: Moonlight Cocktails are the thing
0: From 1942, Moonlight Cocktail performed by the Glenn Miller Orchestra. And right before that, we heard Deep in the Heart of Texas, a rousing 1942 song that was banned in British war factories, apparently because it was just too entertaining. Now, here's some news from 1943. After 16 months of construction, and at a cost of $83 million, the Pentagon was completed in 1943 on 29 acres of land in northern Virginia. In other military news, a top-secret prototype Boeing bomber crashed into a meatpacking plant. The plane flew low over downtown Seattle with smoke pouring out of one of its four propeller engines. Boeing's best test pilot was at the controls, but the plane was beyond anything that he could control, and the crash killed all 11 crew members, plus 20 workers at the meatpacking plant. That plane eventually became the B-29 bomber, and in its very first combat mission, nearly 100 of them attacked Japan. Because so many men were off fighting the war, the big manufacturing companies turned to another source for workers, women. More than 18 million American women worked in manufacturing jobs during the year, leading to the image of Rosie the Riveter. There was a lot of great music from 1943, and to represent it, I picked out this one featuring Helen Forrest on the vocals and the orchestra of Harry James. It's called, I've Heard That Song Before. From the spring of 1943, Harry James, Helen Forrest, and I've Heard That Song Before. You're listening to 45 RPM, music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and today's theme is the Oddball 40s. We're listening to music and news from that long ago decade. In the autumn of 1944, Franklin Roosevelt became the first and only U.S. president elected to a fourth term. His running mate as vice president was a little-known senator from Missouri named Harry Truman. Late in the year, popular orchestra leader Glenn Miller was killed in a plane crash in Europe while he was on tour. Also in 1944, sunscreen was invented by a U.S. airman named Benjamin Green, who was trying to find a way to protect soldiers from sunburn. He found a solution and went on to start a company called Coppertone. In other business news, a company named International Business Machines built a contraption that had been invented by two physics students at Harvard. The thing was 8 feet high, it was 51 feet long, it weighed nearly 5 tons, and contained more than 500 miles of wire. It was called the Mark I, an automatic digital calculator that could do long, complicated math problems in just a few seconds. Now, these days, just about any inexpensive 21st-century calculator could probably run circles around the Mark I, but the machine helped the U.S. government develop the atomic bomb. Okay, now it's my job to glide your attention smoothly from the atom bomb to some popular music, and probably the best way is just to come out with it. So, here's Judy Garland and a big hit for her called The Trolley Song.
4: my hair piled high up on my head I went to lose a jolly hour on the trolley And lost my heart instead With this light brown derby and his bright green tie He was quite the handsomest of men I started to yen, so I counted to ten Then I counted to ten again Went the trolley ding 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 went the bell zing 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 went my heart strings from the moment i saw him i fell chug 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 went the motor bump 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 went the brake Thump, thump, thump went my heart strings. When he smiled, I could feel the car shake. He tipped his hat and took a seat. He said he hoped he hadn't stepped upon my feet. He asked my name. I held my breath. I couldn't speak because he scared me half to death. started to go then i started to know how it feels when the universe the day was bright the air was sweet
5: the smell of honeysuckle charmed you off your feet you tried to sing but couldn't squeak in fact you loved him so you couldn't even speak
4: buzz 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 went the buzzer and the wheels stop stop stop, stop went my heart strings as he started to leave i took hold of his sleeve with my hand and as if it were planned he stayed on with me and it was grand just to stand with his hand holding my
0: Judy Garland and the Trolley Song from 1944. We've now covered the first half of the decade of the 40s, and we've got five years to go. Still ahead, 1945 through 1949. We'll hear music from Johnny Mercer and the Pied Pipers, Peggy Lee, Al Jolson, and more. And in the news, we'll learn of some very good and very bad business decisions made by Ford Motors We'll learn about two new record formats that eventually replaced 78 RPM discs. We'll discover that a beloved movie in the United States was actually communist propaganda. And we'll learn about a birthday present given to an 11-year-old boy, a present that helped change the future of popular music. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. Our theme today is the Oddball 40s. We're visiting every year, 1940 through 49, and recalling some mostly obscure news items while we listen to some popular music from the year. We're now ready to uncover the year 1945. In really important news, Franklin Roosevelt died in April 1945, leaving a stunned nation with a new president hardly anybody even knew, Harry Truman. In Truman's first four months as president, World War II ended in Europe, The United States dropped two atomic bombs on Japan and the war in the Pacific finally ended after four long years. Two months after Japan surrendered, almost to the day, a man named Percy Spencer was working away at the Raytheon Corporation building parts for radar equipment when he felt something strange and noticed that a candy bar in his pocket had started to melt. Spencer quickly realized what was happening. Microwave radiation was cooking that candy bar. That seems like a long time ago, but some things don't change. Popcorn was actually the very first food that was ever deliberately cooked with microwaves. And even today, more than 75 years later, most microwave ovens have a dedicated button that's labeled Popcorn. Well, in 1945, millions of people were returning home after the war, and one of the most popular songs that year was called Sentimental Journey recorded by Les Brown and his orchestra with a young vocalist named Doris Day.
6: a sentimental journey to renew old memories. Got my bag, got my reservation, spent each time I could afford like a child in wild anticipation long to hear that all aboard Seven That's the time we leave at seven I'll be waiting up at heaven Counting every mile of railroad track that takes me back thought my heart could be so yearning Why did I decide to roam Gotta take that sentimental journey Sentimental journey home Sentimental
0: Doris Day and Les Brown, and a song called Sentimental Journey from the archives of 1945. As we turn the pages of time up to 1946, we learn that early in the year, a young boy named Elvis Presley was not so happy. Elvis was disappointed in the present that his parents gave him for his 11th birthday. He'd been hoping for a rifle, but all his parents could afford was a guitar, and that's what Elvis got. Now here's a long-forgotten news item that might sound kind of familiar these days. In 1946, the United States tried and failed to buy Greenland from Denmark for $100 million. From Hollywood, the movie It's a Wonderful Life made its debut, but it was a flop at the box office. It didn't become popular until the 70s. That's when TV stations realized the movie's copyright had expired and they could broadcast it every year for free. And the world's first electric blanket went on sale in 1946. It was a luxury item with a price tag of $39.50, the equivalent of about $500 today. Now, one thing I'm noticing from this little trip down memory lane is that the decade of the 40s seemed to have lots of personality. And personality is the title of a popular song from 1946, performed for us now by Johnny Mercer and the Pied Pipers.
7: At all the gentlemen obviously, the madam has the cutest personality. And think of all the books about Dubarry's looks. What was it made of? The toast of Paris. She had a well-developed personality. What did Romeo
2: see in Juliet? Or Piero in Pirette Or Jupiter in Juno You know
7: And when Salome danced And had the boys in trance No doubt it must have been easy to see That she knew how to use her personality
8: Well, and never sit on the boss's
2: settee.
8: Unless she's got
9: a perfect personality. A girl can get somewhere in spite of stringy hair or even just a bit bored than the knees. If she can show a faultless
2: personality.
7: Why are certain girls offered certain things, like sable coats and wedding rings, by men who wear their spats right?
2: That's right! So don't you say I'm smart and have the kindest heart, or oh, what a wonderful sister I'd be.
4: Just tell me how you like my Ruff. personality.
7: Baby, you've got the cutest personality.
0: Johnny Mercer and the Pied Pipers and their hit song, Personality. I'm Sam Waldron, your host here at 45 RPM Music of the 40s and 50s. Today's show is called The Oddball 40s, consisting of some news items you didn't learn in history class and some music from each year. We've now landed in 1947. We just learned that in 1946, the microwave oven was invented, but it wasn't put to work actually cooking food until 1947, when a microwave was put into service as a test in a restaurant in Boston. The machine was five and a half feet tall, it weighed 750 pounds, it cost $5,000, the equivalent of nearly $60,000 today. That seems like a pretty expensive way to pop some popcorn. Bazooka Bubblegum was introduced in 1947, and in entertainment news, the Howdy Doody show made its TV debut on NBC. That was the very first TV show aimed at an audience of children. It stayed on the air until 1960. But not everything was sweetness and light. As we just learned, the movie It's a Wonderful Life was released in 1946, but in 1947, the FBI issued a memo saying the agency had determined that that Jimmy Stewart movie was actually, are you ready for this, communist propaganda. The agency knew that because the film deliberately portrayed people with money as mean and despicable characters. Here are a few other news items from 1947. Jackie Robinson became the first black player ever allowed to play in Major League Baseball when the Brooklyn Dodgers hired him as their first baseman. And here's one you might have missed. In Victoria, British Columbia, a candy bar strike by hundreds of school shut down the whole provincial government for a day in a protest march. Their complaint? The price of a chocolate bar had risen from five cents to eight cents. My, what a scandal. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the most popular names for babies born in 1947 were, for girls, Linda, Mary, Patricia, and Barbara. For boys, James, Robert, John, and William. Well, after all that news, I think we deserve some music from 1947. Here are two popular songs from the year. The first one performed by country singer Tex Williams.
5: Now, I'm a feller with a heart of gold with the ways of a gentleman, I've been told, the kind of a feller that wouldn't even harm a flea. But if me and a certain character met, the guy that invented the cigarette, I'd murder that son of a gun in the first degree. Now it ain't cause that I don't smoke myself and I don't reckon they hinder your health I've smoked them all my life and I ain't dead yet But nicotine slaves are all the same At a patent party or a poker game Everything's gotta stop while they have that cigarette Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette Puff, puff, puff And if you smoke yourself to death Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate That you hates to make him wait But you just gotta have another cigarette Now, in a game of chance the other night, old Dame Fortune was doing me right. The kings and the queens, they just kept on coming around. Then I got a full and I bet it high, but my bluff didn't work on a certain guy. He just kept on a raising and laying the money down. Now he'd raise me and I'd raise him. I sweated blood, I got a sink or swim. He finally called and then didn't raise the bet. I said, Ace is full, pal, how about you? And he said, well, I'll tell you in just a minute or two, but right now I just gotta have a cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Huff, puff, puff, and if you smoke yourself to death. Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate That you hate to make him wait But you just gotta have another cigarette The other night I had a date With the cutest little girl in the 48 states A hybrid uptown fancy little date now, she said she loved me, and it seemed to me that things were just about like they ought to be. So hand in hand, we strolled down Lover's Lane. She was oh so far from a chunk of ice, and our smooching party was going real nice. So help me, Hannah, I think I'd have been there yet. But i give her a kiss and a little squeeze, and she said, Text, well, Tex, excuse me, please, but I just gotta have another cigarette. Smoke, smoke, smoke that cigarette. Pop, 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 and if you smoke yourself to death, Tell St. Peter at the Golden Gate that you hates to make him wait But you just gotta have another cigarette
10: Yes, it's a good day For singing a song And it's a good day For moving along Yes, it's a good day How could anything be wrong a good day from morning till night and it's a good day for shining your shoes and it's a good day for losing the blues everything to gain and nothing to lose a good day from morning till night i said to the sun good morning sun rise and shine today you know you gotta get going if Day for curing your ills, so take a deep breath and throw away the pills, cause it's a good day from morning till
2: night.
0: Peggy Lee and It's a Good Day. And before that, Tex Williams with Smoke, Smoke, Smoke That Cigarette. Both of those were popular in 1947. And now, as we work our way through the 1940s, let's turn to the year 1948. I guess I should remind you, you're listening to 45 RPM, Music of the 40s and 50s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron. And our show today is The Oddball 40s. Some news and music. From each year. Now, even if you majored in history in college, you probably didn't learn this tidbit from 1948. In the summer of that year, a farmer in Saskatchewan named Cecil Harris wrote his last will and testament. The reason this is interesting is that Harris had to use a pocket knife to scratch his wishes onto the fender of a tractor while he was trapped underneath the machine. He died in a hospital, and his scratches on the fender were found the next day. A court said that will was valid, and that ruling has made its way into some legal textbooks. Now, next time you're visiting the University of Saskatchewan, you might want to stop in at the university's law school, where you can take a look at the actual fender for yourself It made legal history. Here's another obscure item from 1948. Lots of Americans got their first exposure to a piece of classical music from 1829 known as the William Tell Overture. The music was suddenly on people's radar, a phrase that wasn't in popular usage yet, because, now maybe you already guessed this, it was part of every episode of the long-running radio and TV program, The Lone Ranger. That program was on the radio in 1948, and then it became the first big hit for the new ABC TV network, which ran the show from 1949 to 1957. That was out in the West. In the big city of New York, Columbia Records introduced an alternative to the 78 RPM record, which typically could hold only about three minutes of music on a side. The newcomer was the 12-inch microgroove long-playing vinyl record, we know it as the LP, that could hold up to 23 minutes of music on one side. In Detroit, the Ford Motor Company made a good call and a bad call. The good call, Ford introduced the F-Series pickup truck which remains a bestseller today more than 70 years later. But in a not-so-good call, Ford rejected an offer to acquire the Volkswagen company free. Ford said VW wasn't worth a damn. So much for business judgment. From all the interesting popular records of 1948, I picked out an old song performed by a veteran performer named Al Jolson. It's called When You Were Sweet Sixteen.
9: When first I saw the love light in your eyes, I dreamed the world had naught but joy for me. And even though we've drifted Far apart. I never dream, but what I dream of you, I love you as I never loved. Before, since first I met you on the village green, come to me. Am I dreaming?
0: From 1948, Al Jolson, singing When You Were Sweet Sixteen. Now we get to 1949. An important year in the evolution of popular music. In April 1949, RCA Victor put the very first 45 RPM records on sale to the public, along with record players and changers. Sales were kind of slow to take off, and an article in Billboard magazine noted that the public owned 18 million 78 RPM turntables that wouldn't play these new discs. RCA claimed it took only 1.3 seconds for a record changer to drop a new disc onto the turntable and start playing, and a stack of 45s could provide up to 50 minutes of music without needing any attention. 45s and Columbia's new 12-inch LPs existed side-by-side well into the 1960s, but as more and more recordings were released on LPs, RCA's 45s gradually became less important, and then they died out, after record companies introduced CDs in the 1980s. Well now to represent the music of 1949, and I hope you realize it's an impossible task to pick out just one recording, here are Margaret Whiting and Jimmy Wakely with a cheating song called Slippin' Around.
9: Slip around to
10: be together, dear. Slipping around, afraid we might be found.
4: I know I can't forget you, and I've got to have you near.
5: But we just have to slip around and live in constant fear. Oh, you're tied
9: up with someone else and i'm all tied up too
3: i know i've made mistakes dear but i'm
6: so in love with you i hope someday i'll find a way to bring you back to me and
3: i won't have to slip around to have your company
9: someone else and I'm all tied up too
3: I know I've made mistakes dear but
4: I'm so in love with you
9: I I hope someday I'll find a way to bring you back to
0: Margaret Whiting and Jimmy Wakely and Slippin' Around. Incidentally, those two recorded a follow-up song using the same melody. It was called I'll Never Slip Around Again. Well, that's our show for today on the Oddball 1940s. I'm your host, Sam Waldron, and now from Jimmy Dorsey, Glenn Miller, Harry James, Doris Day, Tex Williams, Al Jolson, and all the rest of us here at 45 RPM, here's wishing you a good day, A good week, and so long for now.